So I'm always trying to look my best when I'm out there. And when I dress good, I feel good. It's just one of those things. Welcome to Push In, the Cinevic Podcast. I'm your host, Joyce Klein, coming to you from the unceded territory of the Lekwungen-speaking peoples, otherwise known as beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. People come to filmmaking from all kinds of creative paths, but rarely from as many directions as today's guest, Renaissance man Michael Oz Osborne. Oz has composed, performed, and produced music for 20 years and toured internationally with his wife, singer Skyla J. Their production company, SJO Productions, creates music and music videos, DJs, and organizes events. As Michael Anthony, Oz is a personal stylist and film wardrobe and costume stylist who's run his own interior design company. Now, he's turned filmmaker, and his first short film, Better Every Day, will debut in the Cinevic Member Showcase in this year's Victoria Film Festival. Thanks for joining us today, Oz. I just wish that listeners could see you because you are quite the fashionista. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Scene one. I think I read somewhere that you were a break dancer. <laughs> yeah, way back in the day, it was. I, uh, I used to, like, hip hop was my first love when I was uh, 16. And when it first came out, my group I used to love was Run DMC, the hip hop artist. And then breakdance came in. I love that. So I used to always break. I love that. I still do love it. A little too old to do it now, but uh, <laughs> it's a great passion of mine. Scene two. In your bio, you said that, uh, and I'm quoting, the way I present myself has helped me garner recognition, jobs, and many flattering compliments, always good for one's confidence and self-worth. Now, as a, someone who's worked in fashion design, would you care to elaborate on that a little bit? For me in my life, I think it's always good to look your best and present your best. When I'm on the street or anywhere I go, I'm always trying to sell myself. So I'm always trying to look my best when I'm out there. And when I dress good, I feel good. It's just one of those things. My father was a tailor, and my dad also loved clothes. He would always come downstairs before we'd go out, and we'll say, hey, how do I look? <laughs> so it was always in the fashion. So as a kid, I always took to that. And I was, he always taught me, always look good when you go out there. So I pride myself on that. And that has really helped me in my life to always look my best and to push boundaries too. Not always go with the norm, not add a little flavors there and there, not be scared. But And style doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It's just finding what works for you. So I think that's really important. And it's always really important to me just to look your best and try to portray your best when you're out there meeting people or just going for a coffee. Your main character, Dre's wardrobe, was so cool. Mm -hmm. It made me think of Jadena's music video, Classic Man, mm -hmm. which kind of suggests that, you know, for Black men in particular, dressing well can be a tool of empowerment. Exactly. Would you say that's the case? Oh, for sure. Fashion was always a big part in Black culture. That was a way to show what you look like out there. Even if you didn't have too much, dressing well was really important. So... I try to keep that that going on for, for black culture, for black men. It was always we always want to look good because there's one thing that you that you can always know you have. And it's really important. Even if you have like just one suit or just one important thing, just make sure you wear it well. They always say call it your Sunday best, they way to call. Like 
You might have nothing during the week, but when it comes to Sunday, you put your best clothes on. That's the same kind of concept. Scene three. As a production designer myself, I often feel that indie directors underestimate the amount of work that the art department has to do. Mm -hmm. Can you give us a taste of the behind the scenes organizing you have to do as a costume designer? Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> um, first of all, getting all your fittings together, calling all the actors, making sure they're, they're on time, trying three or four different kind of options, making sure that you, you, you turn your, your, your costumes, making sure that the color looks right on the skin complexion for film, continuity, making sure, especially when, when you're filming, that they didn't unbutton their shirt or they didn't change their scarf or they didn't lift up their dress, just little things like that, you know, make sure that they're always looking crisp, no wrinkles, and letting them know that the clothes is important, treat the clothes very important, because some actors, you know, just like, it's about their lines, they don't really get into the clothes so much, so just really watching them and keeping your eye on and the costumes. I really like the way the other main character in your film, Star, the way her performing wardrobe telegraphed not only her evolution as a performer, but also the passage of time. Yeah. You want to tell us more about the potential for things like that with costume? Yeah, it's, um, as we said in the scene, we we're talking about, uh, the scene says, um, you got to put up more color. And say you're wearing a dark color and somebody says, yeah, I need to see more in like lighter colors. Because sometimes dark hides you, then you, you see the person evolve. You start having more lighter colors, more blues, more reds, and more flashier. Because they're feeling more confident about themselves. And that was the whole concept behind that. Just start from dark, and then we see, see the real you start coming out. Because you, you can add more colors to your scene. And that was, that was the whole concept behind that. Scene four. You come to filmmaking from a music and design background. So I'm curious as to what your process was for creating and developing Better Every Day. I wanted to give a good visual look for sure, uh, fashion, because I'm definitely into fashion. And I wanted the music to be very strong. So I try to pick those two areas, good fashion, good music, and of course, good acting and a good story and build it all together. And hopefully it all mends together. I noticed that really well-known costume designer, Ken Shapkin, was your producer. How did you first meet Ken? Um, I met Ken through a friend of mine named Constant when I was trying to get into the costume department about two, three years ago. And we worked together on our first film. I think it was called Ruby. And we met and we hit it off. Then we worked together on other films. And I told him about my project. And he also worked on a cruise ship so he could understand where I was coming from. So we both had that same experience. So he jumped in. He's like, yeah, okay. I know that life. I did that life before. So that was great. Better Every Day is your first film. Did you learn anything surprising in the process? Oh, yes. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> When you're a director, he's like, everybody's coming from you in different angles. You got costumes coming to you. You got art coming to you. You got camera coming to you. Actors coming to you. And I just wanted to focus on just like getting everything together. And when it was time to focus on the actors, just to make sure they had the right cues and the right lines. And it just felt like I was, I always had somebody coming at me. So it was, it was a lot more than I expected in that aspect. Sure. I couldn't handle it, but I, I would wish more, I can focus more on task at hand when I had one at a time. So yeah, it was a lot of work in that aspect and 
just making sure you're very organized and be able to delegate at any moment. How do you think it's going to feel to see your first film on the big screen? I'm so excited, very nervous, but uh, really excited about it. And uh, I'm proud of the team and I'm proud of all the actors and everybody who, who helped out. So I do really want to see your face and share this moment with them. So that's the biggest thing. Just when you see the whole, the whole team sitting there and we're all watching it together and what we created. Scene five. Well, what are you working on next? Actually, I'm trying to make this uh, into a mini series. I'm working on a pitch right now to uh, get a grant to continue this because I think there's a lot more to the story. There's other um, characters that I would like to tell about and things that happened to me. I spent four years on this cruise ship doing music and touring the world. And there's so much stories out there that have to be told and seeing the actual cruise side of working on a cruise ship. We've seen the love boat before. We talk about uh, mainly about the, the guests. But I actually want to go deep down inside the crew and the people working the money for, to support their families back home and finding people at sea. Uh, some some crazy things happen. I think there's some uplifting stories that I would like to tell. So I'm hoping to make this into a mini series. Tail slate. Well, it was really fun meeting you, Oz. Thanks for joining us today, and I look forward to seeing Better Every Day on the big screen. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. It was a great interview, and uh, we'll talk soon. And that's a wrap. You can find links to Oz in the show notes, and you can help promote the talented filmmakers we feature by liking, subscribing, or five-star rating us so others can find their interviews more easily. That's it for now. Join me, your host, Joyce Klein, for the next episode of Push In, the Cinevic Podcast. <laughs>